Welcome everybody to another Slab Stocks podcast. I am your host Nate. We are here today with Aaron yet again. Yep. And we will be talking about Prism Basketball 2019. Everyone's very excited for this release of this product. Uh, Target and Walmart are already out. Uh, Hobby is coming out December 2nd. 4th. December 4th, my bad. Um, So everyone is very excited. We are very excited. Today we've got a couple things going for you. We're going to be talking about the product as a whole. Aaron will be leading that discussion. Um, And then we'll be covering five guys that aren't necessarily hidden gems or anything by that means. But uh, five guys that aren't your top five, you know, not your Zions, not your uh, R.J. Barrett's, not your Jaws, not your Darius Garland's, and not your uh, DeAndre Hunter's. Love it. So lead into this podcast, going to break down the different forms of prison basketball you can buy, because there's a lot of it. Lots of different SKUs this year at Target and Walmart. Um, very much so like last year, except they added hanger boxes this year. Which so far I've heard have been pretty dang good at normally around four silvers per box. I'm hearing oh. possibly some autos or some orange ice jersey cards that are not available anywhere else. Hanger boxes, how much? I cannot confirm that because they're not available for sale online, and I've not seen them in the store. I'd imagine around fifteen dollars. Okay, which is a steal. Ten to fifteen hanger boxes at uh, like a hanger top series two product. Uh, was just at Walmart earlier looking for boxes, and that was like ten bucks. So maybe it's around. However, the same thing. if you can get four silvers and orange ices, there's a possibility it might be more in the range of, let's say, twenty five. More than a blaster, less than a mega. Okay. Around there. So let's say between fifteen and twenty five is a safe bet. You got your gravity feed packs at retail. Um, those are, you know, you got the thing that drops the packs down as packs get pulled out. Three dollars a pack on those. The corners get dinged. Yeah, because people are not gentle with them. Yep. Three dollars a pack on those. I know last year those were really good. I pulled a DeAndre Ayton Silver Prism Auto um, out of one pack of it. The very first pack I opened last year. Graded it. Sold it for $300 of the PSA 10. Woo! Now they're around $150, so good sale there. Um, and then there's also Mega Boxes. And Nate and I actually ripped open two Walmart Mega Boxes yesterday. Those include 10 packs of Prism and one Pink Ice pack that has 10 different cards in it. We got two rookies per pack for the Pink Ices. And then there's Target Mega Boxes, but those are red ice parallels, so a different variation of oh, the ice. Oh, interesting. And those are the same cost. I think they're $38 in store is what I've been hearing. And then you got your normal blaster boxes at 20 bucks, and then those should have pulsers, um, green pulsers in those, and then there should be – those are numbered out 25. Purple pulsers in the, in the hangers, which are numbered out 35. And then Gravity Feed Packs have the pink pulsers out 42. If this goes exactly as last year, which I think I saw it did. Does retail have any? Retail 24-pack? No, I actually, that's a good point. The hanger packs do not have the pulsers. It's the retail 24-pack boxes that do, and the gravity feed and the blaster boxes. And those 24-count boxes, if you bought all 24 packs, I'm pretty sure it's around 70 bucks. Um, That's how much they're pre-ordering for online at Walmart. We actually just got 10 in today. I got lucky with the pre-order months and months ago when they first listed it, which is cool. So we're about to rip two of those live after this podcast. Um, and then with those, they are flipping for around 135 on eBay right now, actually. So those are pretty sought after as of right now. Um, I've seen people clear displays at different Walmarts and Targets on Instagram. I know there's like none available in Milwaukee anymore. A couple guys went and cleared it. So we will not be able to find it in store most likely unless there's a restock. But that's what we got going for retail. And then, like always, you have 
You're first off the line, except this year, it's much different than in years past. Um, instead of it just releasing an MSRP of $120 a box, like when you know you could go online and the servers are crashing stuff, they're doing it as a Dutch auction format this year, where you have it starts at $1,000 per box. Different configuration of the box also, which I'll get into quick here. And as time goes on, it incrementally drops in price. Cannot confirm how fast it drops, how much time it is necessarily. As thinking, I heard like 24 hours and $2 per drop. All I know is, is that it can get down to $250 a box, whatever the math is there. I don't know if it's an hour or 24 hours the the, the process is. Um, but that's a new interesting thing. And then with that, there's a new format for the product, which is one pack, 10 cards, four silvers, which honestly is a little upsetting considering considering you can get four silvers out of a mega box. Like yesterday, I got four silvers out of a mega box. If it was four guaranteed rookie silvers, then we're talking a different ball game. Yeah, that'd definitely be worth and it at that point. I don't know if they necessarily you know put that out there or if they're going to or if it's just going to be that because it seems like that that would up the up the ante on the product. Um, looking at the blaster box results we looked at, normally it's like you get two silvers per blaster box and then you got like a 30% chance you hit a rookie silver in a box. A blaster box. Because I, in, well, in our mega boxes, I did not hit a blaster. I mean, in, my, in our mega boxes, I didn't hit a silver, but a uh, silver rookie, but you did. Yeah. Yeah. So I hit actually one of the guys we'll be talking about today. Um, Nate will lead in with that later. And then, uh, yeah, that's about it for, for, oh no, first off the line, after the four silvers, you have the shimmers this year, which is new. It's only shimmers. You can't get your base gold, your base blues, your base reds out 299, 199, uh, all that stuff, which is another disappointing aspect of it. Um, you you get three autographs per box, though, which is more, and they're all shimmers, either blue unnumbered, green out 25 or less, gold out 10, or black 101s. So it's going to be interesting. I asked me completely new, both the selling format and the product. Um, personally, I'm not going to go after any of it. I think it's going to be there for people who want to rip it. It's going to probably be very hard to flip it considering they're setting the market. Oh, yeah, another point. Yeah, it's going to be box breakers, right? Right. And, you know, in case breakers, I can sell spots. Um, another interesting point is actually that whatever you buy it at, if it's $1,000 and you're like, I need a secure box and you click buy it at 1000 but the price ends up selling out at 400 you pay the 1000 So you're not going to get it at the same level as everyone else. So there is some risk and some involved in it with if you want to secure a box. Um, seems very, very interesting because what I this is how I see it's going to go down. Twenty percent of the boxes are going to sell for above six hundred. Then the other eighty percent is just going to get mashed at six hundred. Is kind of how I, I think it might go down. It'll be really interesting to track actually. Probably watch it and see what happens. Maybe live stream it even on Instagram. That would be a very interesting thing to do. Well, I think it'll, that's all we got if, for the. If nothing else, it'll be an experience. Yeah, for, for sure. Panini and for the buyer. Yeah, consumer. And we'll be watching from the sidelines and analyzing and everything. All right. Well, there is our little recap of Prism. Thank you, Aaron. Uh, we will get now into our main subject of the podcast, and that is five players that have performed pretty well here in the early going of the NBA. Five guys that you're probably not thinking about. or well, I mean, some of them you are thinking about. For sure. Um, for sure. But, you know, they're not your top five picks. They're not Darius Garland, who's playing poorly. They're not... Hunter or Ja or that are playing well or RJ Barrett that is just 
shooting line and meh. Yeah, it gets and alive. Zion, who's injured and obviously has all the hype around him completely and totally. Yeah, and this is geared a lot towards I'm seeing DMs from people on Instagram. They're saying outside your the the top three picks, who are you looking at? Since a lot of people don't know about these guys, or at least the people don't sit there and watch NBA all the time. Yeah, because a lot of people are really into cards. Love Prism because obviously it's one of the most softer products. Just don't know as much about the guys. Yeah, and uh, you know you can. It's one of those things that you know a little bit of a little bit of work and a little bit of checking into stats, and you can find some interesting players out there. Not guaranteeing that any of these guys are going to become stars or anything, but they've got interesting stats right now in the early going in either from Tyler Hero's 29 minutes a game all the way down to guys that are getting 16 minutes a game, which you can't really bank much off of 16 minutes a game. Mm-hmm. But putting up nice stats in 16 minutes, you're hoping uh, with a larger sample size that that can go up and they can become not maybe not a star, but move a $2 silver prism to a $10 silver prism, mm-hmm. right? So with that, <coughs> excuse me. We will be jumping into our the random five, I called it, because it wasn't really a top five. It wasn't a bottom five. It wasn't really even the best five. Uh, my criteria was making sure that they had a at least a zero value over a replacement player or higher in the early going and that they had positive win shares. like it. That's all I was looking for because um, there was a number of guys that had negative win shares on the year. Uh, Jordan Poole, I think, was at like negative – or he was at negative 0.8 value over replacement player, something like that. And pretty bad to start the year type of thing. So we're not looking at guys like that. Um, so we're going to get into it. Number one, P.J. Washington, who Aaron, as he mentioned earlier, pulled it. Well, he didn't mention it by name, but he pulled a silver of him yesterday. Did not. What? Oh, no, that was no. that was Beans. Yes. Ah, uh, that's Beans. Some guy on Instagram. But Nate witnessed that one, too, so it makes sense. Yeah, okay, I'm getting a little confused. Yeah. Well, P.J. Washington... Currently playing 28 minutes a game. Uh, the Hornets are 6 for 12. Uh, 6 for 12. <laughs> 6 and 12 nice. uh, on the season. Um, a big portion of why they even have 6 wins right now is because of P.J. Washington and everyone's favorite guard slash hero slash uh, point guard of the future for just the NBA in general, Devontae Graham. Right. Um, of course. Everyone loves him. Name one person that doesn't love Devontae Graham, and I'll show you a liar. <laughs> uh, but back to P.J. Washington, because I digress. Uh, 28 minutes a game currently, which is very healthy numbers for a rookie for the 12th overall pick that people thought was going to be playing in the G League. And he's currently averaging 11 points, 5 rebounds, and all of these are rounded. So if, sometimes it might have been like 3.8, and I round up to 4. If it was 4.3, I'd round down to 4, right? Yeah, that's fair. Um, you got to get super specific. So 11 points, 5 rebounds, 1.5 assists. If it's right in the middle, I left it. So 1.5 assists, 1 steal, 1 block, 1 turnover a game. He's currently shooting 49% uh, from the field and 46% from 3 on 3 threes a game. That's probably not going to uh, stay up that high. That's pretty high. Uh, 46% is ridiculously high especially because he's only shooting 65 percent from free throw on the year yeah normally that levels off yeah um maybe if he was shooting 90 percent from free throw i'd be like okay i can believe a 46 percent, even though that's still really high yeah but if it's a low number of threes per game if he's just getting catch and shoot wide open threes three 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 attempts from three a game if he was getting wide open catch and shoot threes and only taking three a game i could believe a 46 percent right um 
start guarding a little harder, and then it might drop to 35, 33. But, uh, you know, if he's shooting 46% from three, I'd like to see the threes go up a little bit, get into that five a game. Yeah. You know, the more lower percentage, but higher number of threes is always better. Giannis is currently shooting 30% from three on the year and is averaging 92 points per 100 possessions when he takes a three. Bradley Beal is shooting 46% from two on the year, which is 16 points higher percentage-wise at two than Giannis is at three, and is only averaging 93 points per 100 possessions. So there's a 16% drop there in percentages, but only a one-point difference. Yeah. Um, So you'd like to see a couple more threes out of him. Uh, It should help in the long run. But P.J. Washington is a very interesting player going on, 6'7", small forward, power forward guy. Yeah, it's a type of thing where, especially when the team's not doing as well, 6 and 12, kind of yeah. hard to get people excited for the team. And I I like that you bring that up because it is hard to get excited. You've got P.J., you've got Devontae, and some people might look at it and say, oh, if they're good, they wouldn't be 6 and 12, right? But then you've got, like, Bismack Biambo, <laughs> Tyler Zeller. Not going to help you win NBA and, games. Or Cody Zeller. And... uh Michael Kidd Gilchrist, guys that you do not want playing significant minutes. Yeah. You know, you can't make a team out of two players yeah. or three players with uh, yeah, like our boy. Uh, who? Small forward, Michigan State. Why can't I think of his name? Oh, Miles Bridges. Miles Bridges. <laughs> Miles Bridges. The, the classic uh, opportunity over talent. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> But it's a good good foundation there. But, yeah, it's hard to get excited about a guy like uh, a team like the Hornets. Yeah, and then, you know, bringing in Prism in this aspect. So with this release over the last couple of days here, we're starting to see a lot of Prism sales get logged. Um, quite a few of them are going to be higher than what you will see in two to three weeks. So if you are looking to buy some of these guys or other 2019 Prism basketball cards, I would highly recommend waiting. Um, Hobby hasn't even released yet. So you haven't even gotten the, the main release of Prism. Uh, lots of retail out there, and there's sure to be more open over these next two weeks. Uh, I know some of the targets I looked at didn't even have a section for it. It wasn't like that they were bought. Um, so I would re- highly recommend waiting on all these guys. But for P.J. Washington, currently is selling for $23 for his Prism Silver, the last sale, which was logged today, most likely, or yesterday. Um, non-graded? Non-graded. I'm just <laughs> unless you can walk in. I'm, P- I'm just pulling your pulling your leg here. <laughs> yeah, unless you walk into PSA and do a one day turnaround. How much do you think that would cost? Fifty dollars, fifty seventy five. Sell the card for fifty dollars. Would only 75. do that with a Zion. Yeah, well, you, you do the Zion first PSA ten out there, and you might be selling that thing for two k. Yeah, so might as well. Um, but interesting discussion we had that we won't spend too much time as PJ Washington versus Devontae Graham. Because uh, they're both around $23 right now, both playing well for the Hornets. Who would you buy? Of course, Nate loves Devontae Graham. I, but the discussion's more geared towards guard or forward that does a lot of things. Who do you go with? Yeah. At that point, P.J. Washington's, what, 21? How, how many years was he at Kentucky for? Two, I believe. I think Two. he was a sophomore when he, when he came out. Yeah, so what, like 20 then? Um, 1920. Yeah, and Devontae Graham's already 24. Yeah. So. The only reason I would take Devontae Graham at all is because I've seen some of the things he's been doing, the step back threes and stuff. Yeah. That translate to probably not, you know, you know, it's not like he's getting lucky. Yeah. Right. No, I agree. 
But there's just a difference there. But there is a huge difference in age and, and position. Position. Devontae Graham is a six-one point guard, not going to be playing much defense. Uh, scoring first guard yeah. is, you know, it took Damian Lillard forever for prices to jump. True. Because, it took all the way up until last season. He was all-star level play for six, five, yeah. five, six years. And P.J. Washington is 21. Just having turned 21 will be 21 the entire season. Gotcha. So still, still some room to grow there developmental-wise for yeah. sure. All right. So that is P.J.? Yep. Uh, moving on to number two, um, but number one in Wisconsin, yeah, Tyler Hero uh, from Whitnall High School uh, in Hales Corners, Wisconsin. What are we? Which is a fifteen minutes away suburb from of Milwaukee, and we are currently yeah fifteen minutes tops mm. um, from the high school itself. <laughs> Tyler Hero, pride of Milwaukee, uh, representing the four one four very well. He's currently doing 29 minutes a game, 14 points. The points are nice. Only three rebounds, only two assists, which not great, but they draft him to be a shooter. That's what he is, right? right? They don't need him to facilitate. He's not Jimmy Butler. Mm -mm. He's not Drogic. Glad he's not Jimmy Butler. Um, They've got Bam underneath to grab up those rebounds. Correct. But he is doing what he was drafted for. Shooting. 38% from three. On, on five attempts per game, sorry, not three attempts per game. On five attempts per game, 38% from three, which is pretty good for a rookie. Yeah. And they're not like easy looks. No, because everyone knows he's a shooter. Watch a couple of those games, you know, catching the ball off of a curl and firing away. Speaking of the uh, heat, Three's on the move. Yeah? 12 and four. Yeah, heater, 12 and four. Uh, we were going to get to that. Um, a 44% field goal percentage and an 82% from free throw, which is very nice. Yeah. Uh, he's loved by Jimmy. I just wanted to throw that out there. Anytime you got a rook that is absolutely loved by his star player, you know you are going to get a lot of opportunities. That's true. Uh, in the upcoming years, so excited about that. Also, the e- the Heat are second in the East, which is huge, huge performance boost. You know, a lot of teams thought they could be pretty good because they have got a lot of solid players, not necessarily the top end talent the Bucks have or the Sixers. Or even like a team like the Pacers type of thing, but um, depth-wise, they're very deep. Yeah, and they're showing that. Or and the Celtics, um, they're showing that they're doing great. Uh, one interesting thing was while Tyler Hero is a hot name and stuff, his offensive rating is 103, which is three points uh, better than for per 100 possessions. So 103 points for every 100 possessions. Mm-hmm. His defensive rating. 106. So he's actually like a na- no, no. Oh, that's bad. You want to be like in the 90s, 80s. So like 94 would be six points. Oh, that's bad. against you. Yeah, is what you're saying. So okay. he's really like negative three points while he's out there. But all things considered, not terrible for a rookie that played right. in Wisconsin growing up. And then one season in Kentucky. Yeah, got thrown right into the fire. Yeah. I mean, he was recruited by Wisconsin up until his senior yeah, year. Yeah, he committed there. I yeah. finally let go of that, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> so all things considered, considering where he was at three years ago and to where he was at now, yeah, pretty stinking good. So next three years, hopefully we see that same trajectory. Yeah, very excited about him. A little worried that he turns into, you know, just a, a, a three-point guy. Yeah. You know, don't want him turning into Tony Snell when Tony Snell was decent Yeah. At three-point shooting. Well, right? Tony Snell played better defense, too. Yeah. Um, and so uh, that is a bit of a concern. I don't think it will happen. I, I, I'm obviously, uh, he's got a lot of room to grow, a lot of things to learn. Hasn't played against this a ton of level of competition. Right, and the nice thing is, is that 
his teammate Jimmy Butler is not like him. You know, Jimmy Butler does it all, so maybe yeah. he can even pick up some things from him. Yeah, along the and way. That, that's a big thing. It's being able to learn. Yeah. Now I thought Andrew Wiggins would be able to learn from Jimmy Butler, and now Andrew Wiggins is finally Doing performing well. well. Yeah. But when Jimmy Butler's gone. Yeah. So we'll see about him. You got those prices, sir. I do. Yeah. So yesterday, one sold on a buy it now best offer for fifty dollars uh, prism silver, just like the PJ Washington is talking about. Also. I would try to bring in more colors and variations in this, you know, like your your reds out of two ninety nine and stuff like that. The issue is is that hobby hasn't released yet. Yep. So we can't get those prices for you. But just to put it out there, there's been like five different buy and now sales logged at fifty, a couple at forty, some best offers here and there. This first week of retail releasing, there's gonna be like a plus minus twenty dollar difference every fifty dollar increment. Like it's crazy how much these things change in price over the next week. Um, so I would recommend waiting until it levels off because there will be plenty available. Don't be worried that you won't get a silver. There will be many available for you to buy. Yep. Want to move on to the next guy? Yeah, so number three, we got Brandon Clark <laughs> of the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, From Gonzaga. Yeah. he's He's been playing really well this year, 22 minutes a game. He's averaging 13 points, six rebounds, one assist, one block. Shooting 63% from the field. Mm, that's nice. That's Giannis numbers. And shooting 47% from three, but only on 1.3 attempts a game. So you can't take much from that, but it's nice to see that he is making them. Be able to stretch the floor. Uh, combining him with JJJ Such a nice it, it, is a huge uh, bonus because they can both stretch the floor. They can both do multiple things. Um, it's just a very nice uh, complementary piece. Uh, and should... You know, he can't really get much from blocks per game. Yeah. It doesn't really mean much. But it's nice to see him getting a block per game in the early going. The interesting thing is, I bring up JJJ, the only reason he's probably really playing is because Jaron Jackson Jr. cannot stop fouling. Yeah. So they need people to play. So Valanchunas and Brandon Clark are getting a lot of minutes, whereas JJJ would be taking all those minutes if he I could even play 30 minutes a game. He's at 25 to 26 a game. Yeah. However, he had a really good game the other day when he didn't foul out or follow five times per game. Yeah. I think he's averaging four fouls a year. I mean, sorry, per game. Yeah. The nice thing is that's, uh, that's fixable yes. for JJJ. But in the meantime, Brandon Clark is getting some burn. He's taking adva- full advantage of it. And we could have a JJJ-Brandon Clark pa- uh, front court pairing for... Years to come, which is looking, which is looking real nice. Yeah, that super nice offensive talent there, Um, should be awesome. Yeah, good defensive length too. Oh, (laughs) I can only even imagine. I want to see the Grizzlies make a free agent move in the next two years. See what happens in three years, and should be pretty good. Also, a brief tidbit about the Grizzlies: I was looking a little bit more into Josh Jackson yesterday. Because they have Josh Jackson, yeah. but in the G League. Right. Sure enough, had uh, like 25 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists in the G League, and Ja tweeted it out mm. and, and said something. So, so maybe they can fix him. He had enough talent to be the second overall pick. If Four, right? He went fourth four, overall yeah. pick. If you can uh, fix Josh Jackson, get him out of the Suns, the yeah, hapless sons. <laughs> We're only Devin Booker's going to aid him, and and get him in, uh, with Ja, who clearly is a fan. JJJ should be really fun. Yeah, and also <laughs> like good on the Grizzlies for just taking him and stashing him in the G League and letting him play. Yeah, like that did not cost him a whole lot at just all. Just fix 
fix the problems he's got right now. Yeah. And all of a sudden you have a talented player on your hands. Exactly. Hopefully it works out well. That would be so awesome to see in a couple of years that all those guys on the floor together. It would be. Yeah. It really would be. Even if even if, if Ja is the catalyst and JJJ is the multifaceted superstar and all of a sudden Brandon Clark is the high-efficiency rim stuffer, right? Yeah. And Josh Jackson is just the uh, scoring punch. The, it, it makes me think of like having... A John Collins type as your second option at big, which is huge. Because mm-hmm. John Collins is the first option for the Hawks when he's playing. What? Oh, as a big. As oh, a big. Sorry. I sorry, I meant as a big. Okay. I was like, uh, no, that's Trey Young. <laughs> of course. Um, but that's super nice for the Grizzlies to have yeah. that. They've, got, they've put together a very interesting team. Yeah, very good pick. Now they just they... need a mesh. Right. They will. It takes grow. time. And Yeah, it's going to take yeah. years. But... I would not be shocked if three years down the line we were like, oh, Grizzlies. Really good. Western Conference contenders. Yeah. <coughs> and for the prices here, obviously not much going on. Uh, but $27 is what the Prism Silver um, was going for. I was wondering if I had... Pretty high for a center, huh? Center par forward. Center? Yeah. Well... Yeah, around, you know... You know. So you... Probably you, play both. You got around $25 average on these things. Um, kind of... It seems like that these young bigs are getting more attention than guys would three, four, five years ago. You know, your Marvin Bagley's, your Aiden's, your yeah. Jaron Jackson's, all these guys. Now Clark and the next guy we're about to talk about. Um, but yeah, sitting around $25, $30 shipped will make for an interesting debate when we bring up this next guy. Nate's about to talk about. Yeah. Uh, number four is Jackson Hayes, hyper-athletic uh, center for the Pelicans. <coughs> A very interesting fit on the team, along with you know Zion and Lonzo and Brandon Ingram, a bunch of just very interesting, yeah, very interesting players. Obviously, Zion is a freak. Lonzo, Lonzo is a six-five guard that should be able to shut down any other guard, slash shooting guard. Ingram is skinny, but he's lanky and he's has so good. super long wingspan. Yeah, and then you've got Jackson Hayes, who's Super athletic out of the center position. You should have one of the best defenses if they're all playing on the floor at the same time together. Should. Um, <clears throat> but in the early going here, Jackson Hayes is averaging 19 minutes a game. And he's getting 8 points, 4 rebounds, a block, and shooting 62.5% from the floor. Which is really nice to see. Obviously, 19 minutes a game is not a ton. Uh, when they were drafting him, they knew it was going to be a little bit of a project. Um, but just the early, the early... Indication. Uh, indications are positive. Not not a ton can be grabbed off of eight points, four rebounds, one block, sixty-two and a half shooting percentage. Right. His win shares are positive. His value of a replacement player was positive, but not a bunch can be grabbed from that. The nice thing is his competition is Derek Favors and Jaleel Okafor. Uh, Derek Favors is nice. Jaleel not so, not as nice. Um, I'm just very. But it's not like someone's blocking him from playing two years down the road, a year down the road. Yeah, he's got it if he wants it. Yeah, which is why we're talking about him now. Mm-hmm. Is that he should be probably a little cheaper than your top guys, and maybe down the road he's in line to be a starter on a very interesting team with Zion and RJ Bear, uh, RJ Barrett, uh, Brandon <laughs> nice. Ingram. One thing that I am concerned about, and we talk about this all the time when we talk about baseball, right? Drew Waters, nice player. Might have too much competition on the Braves yeah. with Ronald Lacuna and Christian Pache and Ozzy Alves. You know, uh, 
What is that catcher for the Dodgers? Will Smith. Yeah, the other one. <laughs> what? The one that... Uh, oh, you're talking about Keeper Ruiz. Keeper Ruiz, right? Yeah. Nice player. He has a lot of competition with Gavin Lux and Jack Peterson and Cody <coughs> Cody Bellinger. Sorry. In the middle, in the cough, cough talk there. Uh, and Cody Bellinger and Will Smith and stuff, right? So there's a lot of competition. Whereas most fan bases buy their own guys. If you have a bunch of guys you want to buy, you know, guys get pushed down the pecking order. Yeah. So that would be one thing I'm concerned about with Jackson Hayes is if people are looking to buy Zion, looking to buy Lonzo, looking to buy Ingram, he's clearly the fourth a fourth fill. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, deadens his market. Right. But still interesting, and you'll cover the prices here. Yeah, so for the prices, Nate's right. It's cheaper than the other guys. One sold at 25 the last ship, so it was closer to Ingram. Sorry, not Ingram. Brandon Clark. However, we have some going for $15 buy it now. And I think that that's going to change as we go forward. It's probably going to be a seven to ten dollar silver. Yeah. So he will be the cheapest, other than this next guy, uh, this list that we're talking about. Uh, next guy is more of a, a fun throw in, an interesting player that. Yeah, just interesting. One of those not guys that you're probably looking at at all. But quickly before we leave, Jackson Hayes, obviously, talent, talented, athletic, will fit really well. But there is some, there is concern. Yeah. Well. But there's always concern with everybody. Especially when they're super young and on teams that I mean, are not great yet. Zion's going for $500. There's huge concern with Zion that his body won't be able to hold yeah. up. I heard some concern from Reggie Miller. He might not even play the whole year. I don't know how true that is. Nah, I, don't believe, that. I don't believe that. But just saying. Yeah. All right. So number five is Goga Bitadze. Hit that, I think. Bitadze? Yeah. Uh, B-I-T-A-D-Z-E for those of you at home. Uh, Goga, we can just go with. I think it was Bitadze. Um, is on the Pacers. He's center, 6'11. He's Georgian. Uh, and he's averaging six points, uh, four rebounds, an assist, and one and a half blocks per game on 16 minutes a game. So not a ton of minutes. Um, but putting up decent numbers for being, uh, you Bench know, piece. relatively low. 36% from three on only one three a game. Um, shooting 51% from the field on four and a half attempts per game. Uh, so a nice little piece there at center for the Pacers that is getting some blocks, some rebounds, some points, shooting the ball decently well, especially with Miles Turner having been out. Uh, he's, just, he's, he's interesting because he's doing a lot of decent things this early. I don't know if anybody expected anything out of him. Injuries have thrust him into the limelight. He's done well. His team is 7-4. and four. In games he's played, which is you know positive. Now, has he played in mop up duty, and that's why he's seven and four? Can't confirm. And any of the games that Brogdon went for thirty and ten? Yeah, can't can't tell you. Uh, what I do know is that apparently he is shooting a higher than average amount of long twos. So you're saying that people should fix that and tell him to learn how to shoot a three. And he's currently shooting thirty six percent. He's th- he's six eleven and shooting thirty six percent from three on only one three a game. So. If he can adjust some of those long twos into being threes. Much more valuable. Value goes way up yeah. at being a 6'11 center that can stroke the three, block some shots, uh, get some rebounds. I mean, we're probably talking, we're not talking like a superstar here. Mm-mm. But if you turn into Brooke Lopez and you're young. There's something there. You know, that's that's that goes from being a dollar silver, two dollar silver to five, six, seven, eight dollar yeah. silver. You know, there's money to be made. Yeah, and for the prices right now, like always, going to drop. 
First auction went for 10 bucks. Someone on best offer under 10 didn't pull up the exact prices. I'd imagine five to six dollar card right now. Probably gonna go down to three to five yeah. in that range. And then you might be able to turn it into 10. Um, thing, big thing about Goga is obviously he has Miles Turner. Yeah. Miles Turner does exactly what he does, mm-hmm. but better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, shoots the three, gets blocks, gets some rebounds. Also got an, ex- points. Got an extension, too. <clears throat> got so, an extension. Something to know. Um, maybe if Miles Turner can cover, you know, fours and threes, they could play them both together. But he's definitely he's definitely blocked. The only reason I bring him up is because he looks nice in the early going and definitely is going to be cheap. Yeah, he's interesting. It's not that guy that you should go out and buy a billion of and hope yeah. that he becomes the next superstar. Yeah. Not going to be – not. N- Tyler Hero has the best chance of becoming a superstar, probably. P.J. Washington's got <coughs> a decent chance, too. And P.J. Washington. Uh, the only difference is P.J. Washington is still in Charlotte. Yeah. Tyler Hero's in Miami. Big difference. Huge difference, actually. <coughs> um, so Tyler Hero probably has the best bet. You know, Brandon Clark and Jackson Hayes, they're still centers. P.J. plays in Charlotte. And Goga is currently behind one of the better centers in the league. Yeah. And the nice thing is that P.J. Washington has a little versatile position going for him. Yeah. To where they look at it. Yeah, you can play both small and power. Yeah, like a... And maybe if he turns into a Chris Milton, play a little shooting guard. Yeah. I mean, Chris Milton is 6'8 and can play three positions. Yeah. And can bring the ball up the floor if need be. Um, But also, people wouldn't consider Chris Milton a superstar. No. So it's like... Star. Yeah. All-star. All-star. Caliber. Um, Especially in the East, which... Big difference between the West. Yeah. Well, when Kevin Durant's healthy, not as much. But no, true. Um, but all in all, our list is five guys that maybe you're not 100 percent paying attention to that have had interesting stats so far, and have interesting playing time dilemmas coming up. Would and you agree? I would agree with that. And just because we don't want to make this podcast about the three guys you guys know about, there's no point in doing that. You see them all over ESPN. Yep. NBA, TV, all that stuff. I do really like Ja. I do really oh, think Ja's really nice. I do really think in two weeks, three weeks, a month, he's a good buy once those prices level we'll, off. We'll probably have our own episode about just Ja. Yeah. But uh, with that, that is our top five. Um, and our 2019 Prism preview slash and, yeah. in the moment type of thing. Yeah. Um, so. Thank you all for listening. Aaron, do we have anything else coming up the rest of the week? I do have two things. First off, go to Instagram. If you follow us on there, we just posted a video of our two-box mega box rip from last night. Uh, giving away every single card we got in there. Got a LeBron, the finalist, Silver, which is now worth 45 on eBay. Uh, got a couple other guys in there. One of the really good guys we talked about on the podcast today. So maybe go and join that if you're uh, interested in that. Second off, tomorrow is Thanksgiving. Friday, I'm going to be driving to Minnesota for the Badger Gopher football game. Huge game. Huge game. Um, so, no, no more podcasts left this week. I enjoy time with the family. Nate's going to Eau Claire. Uh, hang see. with his dad. Hang with my dad. Uh, Mom will be coming back into town Friday. Oh, you'll see? Yeah. Oh, nice. Run to Big Lots probably on Saturday. See if I can't find uh, <laughs> some update. Some t- 2018 update on clearance or something. Maybe some Walmarts see for if, some Prism. See if that's a thing. Uh, they never have stuff in Eau Claire. Ah, what a weak town. Yeah. 
So, uh, but we would like to extend our thanks to you guys. You'll probably listening to this maybe today, maybe tomorrow when you're trying to get away from your fa- your extended family on Thanksgiving. <laughs> we would like to thank all of you for listening and supporting us uh, the last 11 months. Um, been a wonderful ride for Aaron and I. Yeah. Uh, definitely have made connections and stuff that we never thought two kids from Wisconsin would ever get to make. Nope. Especially from writing about cards sports cards and you know about them. like we've made connections that 15 year old nathan would have been like yeah that's never gonna happen <laughs> yeah. or a 22 year old nathan as he's going through college when my dad's always like hey you should do something with sports for your career i'm always like no that's impossible well here we are yep so very thankful for you guys uh supporting us and helping us along our journey in this and hopefully you find our information useful or at least enjoyable mm-hmm. um and uh Have everyone from me have a happy Thanksgiving.